my friends, and welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm your host, Peg Cleland. I'm a life and mindset coach and a human design specialist. And today's episode is coming from the human design perspective. I wanted to talk today about the heart center, which is also called the ego center or the will center in human design. And I want to talk about it because it relates to the program I have coming up. And it's such an important energy center in our body. So just to back up a little bit before we dive in and stay till the end, because I do have a couple of just little tips for you when it comes to this, you know, this heart center, which is so wrapped up in our sense of worthiness and being enough and the energy of proving and forcing. It doesn't have to be that way. So I have a couple tips at the end. So stay, stay on for that. But before I get into the heart center specifically, and I will say ego center sometimes, will center, it's the same thing, but I want to back up just a little to give you an overview of human design just basically and that there are nine centers. So we're going to talk about one of those nine centers, but in human design, and if you have not run your chart, if you've never seen your human design body graph, you can look it up at mybodygraph.com or there's a link in my bio that has a tab. You can just click on it. It'll take you right there and you enter your birth birth time, place, and, and date so that you get this accurate blueprint of yourself at the moment of your birth. And there are other episodes I've done on human design on this podcast. You can go back and re-listen to some of them if you need a little bit more on what this human design thing is. But for today, we are going to dive right into centers. And the centers are those little shapes that you see on your body graph. So when you get it, you'll see all these shapes. And what those shapes are, they're energy centers, they're little hubs of energy. And between the centers, there are different little tubes, and those are the channels. And when two energy centers are connected by a channel, they, they light up or they get colored in. And those colored centers are called defined. And in those centers is where energy is being transmitted. The white centers are the centers, we call them undefined or open. So if they're white, that's where your body is receiving or taking in energy in those centers. So there's nine of them. And we are going to focus on just one, the will center today. But when it comes to, well, just a basic understanding, I guess, of this energy in the centers, each center has a, a different energy focus feel to it and a function, let's say. But the, the most basic understanding of defined and undefined, I guess, is that defined centers transmit energy. Undefined centers receive energy. Okay. So if your centers are colored in, that means you are broadcasting energy in the function of that center. You are broadcasting it out 24-7. It's your energy to give. Um, and your energy is influencing, impacting things around, the people around you. When you're in somebody else's energy space, we all exchange energy. We're energetic beings. Your energy can also sometimes condition other people around you. And we'll talk about conditioning. But this energy in a defined center is fixed. It's reliable, it's consistent, you have access to it all the time. The undefined centers where you're receiving energy, they're the centers where you are more influenced by outside factors, outside energy. So influenced, impacted, and also the word conditioned again. You can be conditioned by the energy around you. And the thing with open centers, I want to say this too, there's no good or bad. I have an undefined will center, ego center, heart center. Uh, but mine is no worse than my daughter. She has a defined one. Like hers isn't better just because it's defined and hers is lit up and she has access. Mine is, is just different. I still have the center. I use it differently. So an undefined center is more fluid, 
you have temporary access to the energy around you as it's, you know, transiting from other people, um, but it's not yours to keep. So it's kind of a, a nice thing too. You can sample, you can take in someone's energy and see if it feels good and you want to absorb and amplify some of the, the drive that they have in their defined heart center. Or you can say that doesn't feel right to me and let it go. So it's, it's, there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad chart. Your chart is just perfect for you. So the undefined centers, as I mentioned, can have conditioning. And the biggest conditioning in the undefined centers is not enough. Okay? Experiencing the conditioning of being not enough. So the defined centers can be feeling too much. They have too much. Um, and in the heart center, the things they have too much of might be drive, competitiveness. Uh, they're, you know, too committed, too, yeah, just too driven. They're just too much. Whereas in the undefined you can feel like you're not enough. You're constantly trying to keep up, forcing the energy because you just don't quite have the same level of commitment and drive. So you feel like you're not enough. So that's the difference in the, in the two, but conditioning happens to all of us. It doesn't matter if your heart center is defined or undefined. And the heart center is probably one of the biggest condition centers, I think, in, in human design. I mean, there's a lot of them in different ways, but the heart center, so much is wrapped up in there about who we are. And the heart center is really about things that come into the material world and, you know, doing, not, we don't feel like we're doing enough if we have a low frequency, if we're conditioned in that center. So conditioning is normal. Uh, we're influenced from an early age by parents, teachers, coaches, peers, society in general. As we grow up, there's societal influence from social media. So we're all conditioned. And the deconditioning is the process. Deconditioning is the lifelong process that we all need to go through to find the best alignment for us. Whether we're defined or undefined, we can live in a more high frequency in that center, or we can live in sort of a low frequency. And Obviously, the goal is to live in alignment with our highest frequency because that's when your energy is clean and clear and makes you more magnetic. So that's what we're always going for. But today we're going to talk specifically about just one of the centers, the ego center. And within those nine energy centers, we have a few different uh, functions, I guess. Like we have awareness centers. We have pressure centers. The ego center is what we call a motor center. So it is energized like a battery, I guess, but it's not consistent forever and ever. So we'll talk more about what that means. It's sort of a, yeah, the energy comes and goes. You need some breaks if you have a defined heart. But if you have a defined heart, so if you look at your chart and you've got a colored in space there, and it's usually, depending which which uh, website you're using, the colors might be different. That doesn't matter. If it's colored, it's defined. If it's white, it's undefined. So in many of the charts though, the little heart center is red. It's a little, tiny little triangle. Um, and it's all about desires. You know, you can think heart's desire. It's about desires and motivation and willpower and values. How you value things, how you value yourself. So only about a third of the population of the world have a defined center. So there's not nearly as many. 37% are defined. And yeah, they've got some, they've got a bit of a superpower they do have access to this consistent willpower and motivation. And when they commit to something, they're committed to it. They have the drive. The problem, and I always refer to kids because I do a lot of kids programming, but kids can be conditioned right out of that. When some kid at school says, 
You're so bossy. You always have to win. Why do you always have to be the best? Why does yours have to look perfect? And there is a difference in the defined, you know, heart center. If it's somebody who's being competitive for the sake of beating other people, then that's kind of low frequency. But if it's somebody who's just sort of competing with themselves to prove to themselves what they can do, what they can achieve, that's great. Those defined hearts are showing the rest of us what is possible. Not to put the rest of us down, but just to show us what we could do. They're expanders for us. And a good example of this, and I've heard it many times, is the, the story of Roger Bannister who he broke the four-minute mile. Nobody thought you, could, you couldn't run a mile in four minutes. You just couldn't do it. But he believed he could. And I'm just assuming he had a defined heart center. But let's just say he did. And he did it. And as soon as he did it, he was the expander for everybody else. All of a sudden, everybody went, oh, I guess we can. So that's what a defined heart is. It's like the Roger Bannisters of the world who show us what's possible. So if he hadn't been so competitive with himself and driven and motivated to make that happen, maybe nobody would have run faster than four minutes. So he showed us what's possible. So it's really important not to dim your light because of something that happened back in your past. And in the course that I'm coming out with that we're doing at the end of the month, and there will be a link in the show notes for this, but your story of worth, we're going to talk about you know, childhood, what are some limiting beliefs? What are some things that you think about when you think about things like drive and competition? And what memories do you have from school? Or what did somebody say? Because sometimes that's all it takes to dim the light right down. And that defined heart that is, should be there to show the rest of us what's possible is just kind of hovering back here, faded into the darkness because it's afraid to shine too bright, afraid to show anybody else up because that just, you know, kids didn't like them when they were too good. So that is the defined heart. And let's talk a little bit more about it. So you're driven by what you want and your desires are what kind of guide you forward. Other people might think, and even as adults, you might not, not just kids, but as adults, people might think you're self-centered, too competitive. You're too driven. You're too materialistic, but you are here to own that and show people how it's a good thing. You can set the standard for other people to believe what's possible. Remember what I said, though, this energy is not consistent. So if you have a defined heart, it's sort of short bursts where you commit to something and you do it. You have the drive, you have the willpower, you do it. You're very good at committing to things and completing the task. Uh, But you do need some time off. Those bursts of energy don't last. You're prone to burnout. And I know some people who have a defined heart who've told me like two days off. Like you need some break time and that's not lazy. That's just refueling your heart. The drive that you have, you can't drive all the time or you'll drive yourself straight into burnout, but you know what you want and you set the value that works for you and your energy and the rest of us can just see what's possible. So that's 37% of the population. The rest of us, myself included, have an undefined ego center. And in this center, if it's undefined, we're here to surrender to different ways of being motivated or driven. Um, we're more in the flow of, you know, what somebody else's energy is giving us and we're picking it up and maybe using it or not. But we are not here to prove our worthiness. And that's the biggest conditioning for the undefined heart center is trying to prove, trying to keep up, especially to those, you know, (laughs) those defined heart centers. We're trying to keep up with them to prove ourselves worthy, that we can, that we're good enough, that we're strong enough, that we're, you know, reliable enough. And so we start to force and hustle our way through life to prove our worthiness. So that is the biggest thing to know about having an undefined heart center. 
You don't have to prove your worthiness. We are worthy because we are, all of us on this planet. You are enough just because you were born. So we don't need to prove. Um, Some things to notice if you have an open heart center. Just notice if you are quick to compare yourself to others. And I know that's something that I you know, have, have, uh, been aware of in myself and awareness is a key word there. Be aware of it. Uh, notice if you judge yourself for not meeting certain expectations or committing to something and not being able to have the willpower to finish it, like committing to a 30 day challenge and you just can't muster up the willpower to finish it. You just don't have that same level of commitment to things. Um, start to notice if you have a tendency to overachieve in order to prove your value Or if you are a people pleaser, constantly saying yes to things just because you want to prove that, yeah, I could do it. I'll say yes. Because those are some key things that happen to the undefined or open heart center. But this whole idea of worthiness, yeah, we don't have to prove anything. And awareness, like I said, I think I've become much better at it. And I encourage you to just to be aware of things. Catch yourself in moments of, oh, why do I suddenly feel really worthless? What, made, what did I just see on social media that made me feel bad about myself? What did I just hear on TV that suddenly I'm judging myself? It, it's all around us. And we have so many millions of thoughts a day, they tell us. And a lot of it's just subconscious. We got to bring those subconscious thoughts into the conscious to catch ourselves in the thought so we can choose a better one. So I would love to share more of this, but we're not going to do it in a podcast. If you're interested in the program, you can check that out. But for right now, I want to give you some tips on your ego center whether it's defined or undefined, just some things to think about in this day and age that we are living in. Limit your social media consumption, especially if you find yourself comparing yourself to other people. If you're doing that often, it's going to wreck your day. It's going to wreck your life. Just limit the consumption. And if you are on social media, dial up the awareness. What, what did I just scroll past that suddenly made me feel sad, mad, judgmental. Why am I judgmental that person I just saw in her post? Ask yourself why. Get curious. And I think it's Jim Rohn that says, isn't that interesting? And I love that. Ask yourself that all the time. Uh, Another thing too, as a little tip, be mindful of your commitments and just notice what comes up when you say no or when you set a boundary around your time, your energy, things you're focusing on. Just, just notice, be mindful of that. Are you committing to things and ask yourself why? Is it so that they'll think I'm worthy of this? Okay, so be mindful of that. Say nicer things to yourself. That's, it should be obvious, but it's so not. Yeah, just be nicer to yourself. Bring that awareness level up and catch yourself and just say, hey man, that's not. The thing I think about sometimes with this awareness of, of, of self and what's bugging us is So often we are judgmental or jealous of something we see on social media. But if you dialed up the awareness and you went, like, why am I jealous of that? You might actually realize, you know what? I'm only jealous of that because everybody else makes me feel like I should want what they just showed, what they have. I actually don't want that. That's not my desire. I don't value those things they have. So why am I feeling so bad that I don't have them? They're not even my value. So (laughs) it's so funny. We get caught up. Just say nicer things to yourself and... Stay in your own lane. And the last one, the last tip is forgive yourself. Practice some self-compassion. We could all be a little bit more compassionate and kind to ourselves. um, And discover your inherent worthiness. 
So not related to your actions or what you've done, your to-do list, your output, your achievements for the day, you know, just really dive into your inherent worthiness, not based on anything you're doing, but just who you're being, who you are. So those are my tips. And my other tip is get into the course. It's going to be awesome because it will be in a private Facebook group. So we can have discussions. We can have questions. There is a bonus day, which gives you a Zoom access where we'll talk about all kinds of questions. You can like speak to me in the Zoom room and we can dive into human design, your chart, all that kind of stuff about um, the ego center, the heart center. But the program itself is such an important thing because I feel like everything in life revolves around you. Everything in your life comes down to you and your heart center is a big part of what is driving you and keeping you going and, you know, making you feel good about yourself. And so understanding it is just key. So that's all I'm going to say. Check out the show notes for the link or go to my bio and you can get it there. And I was going to say until next time, take care of the space between your ears, but also take care of the space in your heart center because it's a big one. All right, guys, thanks. And we will talk to you again soon. 